In the late 20-teens, two brothers realized the one way to solve the world's unsung problems. Sell their dad's minivan, buy a microphone, and smoke a lot of weed. It's hypocrisy. Coming at you live from the beautiful Jersey Seafront, I'm Ryan. I'm John. And this is Hypocrisy on on the Road. road. So, as you incredible listeners may have noticed, uh, we have escaped our studio. We are no longer coming at you live from the land of La Mancha smoking good ganja. Uh, We are actually driving in uh, our good brother Ben's uh, former sports car that he clearly worked a really long time to earn. Or our former brother Ben's very good sports car. Okay, yes, we have disowned him as a brother because he he came up with shitty names for our our podcast. And honestly, that's kind of unforgivable. Like, just bare minimum, keep your shit together. Come up with better names. So, from now on, instead of relying on faulty problem delivery methods that tend to die every episode, we are going to head out and find the problems ourselves. Right, I mean, there's a whole beautiful wide country of problems just waiting for us to find. Yeah. The grand old US of A. The grand old US of A, you know, the good old stars and stripes and apple pie, uh, you know, we, we, we are its... It's soil-born suns. We're going to drive coast-to-coast, finding problems, delivering solutions straight to your eardrums for free. Uh, and, I mean, I, I, think, I think on that we should tell everyone, like, well, I guess we've already told everyone where we are, but, like, we're in New Jersey. How's that? Like, we're on the up and up, guys. I mean, it is the state that we started in. Right, so, yeah, I mean, we haven't driven very far because we're just so excited to, uh, you know, get new episodes coming straight to your eardrums, new, fresh problems delivered straight from, I'm all about drum rolls today, the incredible, abandoned Jerseyland theme park. That's right, this place is known up and down the eastern seaboard for being a little bit weird, a little bit creepy. You know, why did it get closed? Did someone die? Did a kid die? Did many kids die? A lot of kids died. That's the answer every single time. This is Jersey. Um, One important thing that we should comment on, though, for all of you first-time listeners, the reason we're doing all this bullshit is because our whole mission in life is to solve the problems that no public official can by getting really high, and that allows us to tap into that creative mother load that most public officials are legally prevented and regularly drug tested against tapping into. Um, so we got your back, public officials. We'll bite that bullet. Um, and here on Hypocrisy, we get extra creative and solve all that. 
Um, which brings me to our current problem is uh, why are we at Jersey Land? Well, here's the thing, right, guy? I have heard that there's this, like, super kooky, like, fucking fortune-telling statue machine thing, right? It's called Zarthos the Magnificent. And it's meant to be so scarily accurate at predicting fortunes. I figured it could also be scary accurate at predicting problems. Okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Down for this. Um, but before I get, we get creative and decide to interact with Zarthos the Magnificent, um, I feel like there's something important I need to share with the listeners. Mostly, uh, we've been kind of stuck in this studio and surrounded by dangerous rabid dogs and in just a very stressful, insecure place. So high intensity. Just yeah, feels, like you can feel it in your teeth. There's there's just not a lot of space to really be yourself in that kind of environment. And honestly, when I'm in studio mode and everything, I just kind of want to wear my bathrobe, lounge around, let myself fall into a general state of decay. Like that's my thing. But now we're out, we're proactive, we're having adventures and everything, and I don't think hypocrisy needs bathrobe ryan anymore um what what does hypocrisy need what do the listeners need what does america need john i think i should come out about everything so john's known this about me for a very long time but this will be new for all of you but uh i am gender fluid um, I identify as both male and female, depending on my general day and mood. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, something I feel safe and secure enough now that we're no longer being constantly hounded by rabid dogs to be able to, uh, share with all of you, the listeners, um, because I believe You've you've followed me on this journey so far, so clearly you're down for whatever whatever fucked up shit my brain springs on you. And uh yeah, if you're if you're down to to accept me as I am, we got a lot more adventures ahead of us. Well, I mean, I think, you know, as you say, our, our listeners have to accept us. They've been been with us this far, and like I think it's important that people remember that, you know, you're still Ryan and like you're my sister you're my brother, and you're Ryan, and there's just so much of you to love in, in, every, in every way, and so I, I will always, obviously, love you, whoever you are, uh, as long as you never, never backstab me. Or feed you to rabid dogs, the way that we did to Ben. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't do that. Yeah, don't, don't do, but, uh, you know, apart from that, I, you have all of my support in everything you do, as long as it's in my best interests. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. For context, for the listeners, I came out to Ben first, uh, back when we were in our early 10s, um, and uh, John hasn't really ever let it down. He's uh, kind of been perpetually salty about it. Always, you know what, um, you know what, you said you, we, we, we made a promise, okay, when we were six years old, we said we wouldn't play favorites, 
Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, I have secrets too. I have secrets that I've told Ben. And, and, I'm sorry, yeah. Ben was just way more woke at that age. You were kind of in this weird turfy space, and I I didn't really want to be like a part of that energy. Why do you have to bring that up? We've all grown. We're all embarrassed about our pasts. Your your nine year old turf face. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's time for bathrobe Ryan. I think it's time for adventure Ryan, and. Uh, while you've known this about me, John, I don't think you've known what I've been actually wearing under this bathrobe. You, you've been naked this whole time, right? No, no. Mm. I'm j- mm. I just imagined it all just like... Just, yeah, no. Just no, hairs I'm... and skin. As you may see... Whoa! Whoa, holy yeah. fuck! You look so good! You look so fucking good! As you may have noticed, I am rocking a fucking black corset with silver oh. rib chains, a long red scarf, um, these, like, kick-ass leather, like, they're, like, pants that look like they're made out of buckles. Um, and yeah, these There are pants under there? Yeah, oh yeah, it's just it, was bu- just it looks buckles. like it's just buckles. Yeah. yeah. Apparently the buckles are the pants. We don't know where the pants end and the buckles begin. And also, I've got these kick-ass boots that were made for walking. And that's just what they'll do. I mean, sometimes they will be driving. Uh, mm, yeah, I mean, currently they're driving. Like, I'm really impressed that you actually managed to undress. Yeah, that's, no. that's a pro move. I mean... Ladies gotta be able to do a wardrobe change on the road. Amen to that. So yes, I for those of you listeners back home, um, you can dash mask bathrobe Ryan from your minds and now put this image of uh whatever Ryan in your minds uh as we adventure through the United States. Right, yeah. Um, I mean uh I'll be honest, we haven't received very much fan art for this podcast yet, which is a little upsetting. Uh, It's fine. It's fine. I I know you're all very, very busy. (laughs) We are now at Jerseyland. You're missing the exits. Pump the brakes, Ryan. Oh, shit. All right. We should get out and we should get creative because we got problems to find. I'm sorry for wasting your time with all this shit, listeners, but apparently in this day and age, you apparently have to... (laughs) tell people that you go by both genders fucking assholes but uh yeah don't let anyone ever tell you that you can't be the person you want to be absolutely and uh yeah apart from that uh we should probably get creative we should let's as you say let's get out of the car and lock up i don't want to i don't want to talk to zarthos if i'm not creative enough to actually ask zarthos the right question this makes sense and i'm sure there's nothing he respects more than Two stone siblings who want to save the world. Do you mm. want to get creative, sister? Hells yes, brother. Let's get creative as fuck. You will note, it is even more impressive now that you know I've been wearing a corset the entire time I've been taking these massive bong rips. 
I know I'm impressed. <laughs> That's a lot of Scooby Snacks. Gross. All right, yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pretty creative. <coughs> uh, let's lock up the car. Uh, put the keys somewhere safe because we do not want a high end drive. That we don't want to. That would yeah. be highly irresponsible, and we so strongly good. disagree with that practice. No matter how good you think you are to drive, no matter how frequently you smoke and how good your tolerance is, you should not drive high. Like, getting high is not for driving. That's a stressful-ass activity. Just getting high is for lying around, discussing problems with your friends, maybe playing some video games or watching a good-ass TV show. Oh, I really highly good. recommend... American Vandal, uh, Monster Hunter World has been a great game lately. Um, oh, yeah. John and I have palicos of each other. Let's let's hunt some Anjanth. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. We shouldn't. We we got problems to solve. Oh, we got, oh fuck we're, yeah. We're out on the road. Yeah, we're out on the road for a reason. We don't have sponsors anymore. And honestly, I think hypocrisy is better than our sponsors. So oh, yeah. we're we're not gonna fuck have sponsors anymore. Fuck. Fuck that. We don't need the money from the companies we made up and hope they would pay us. They never did. Never trust the man. Never trust the corporate system. We're going we're gonna to figure out ways to fund hypocrisy ourselves. Speaking of, let's break and enter into this abandoned theme park. Ryan, toss me those uh, bolt cutters we've got in the back. Hell yes. Here you go. <sighs> Thanks, Zibbo. All right. Key podcasting tool for all of you newbies at home. Good set of bolt cutters is essential to getting your podcast done. All right, I've uh, cut kind of like a person-sized hole in the fence. I'll just I'll just hold that open. I don't want it to get snagged on your sweet fucking boa there. All right. I guess it's more of a scarf than a boa. Either way, in in you go, in you go, in you go. Look look, it's one of those like weird fucking throw the ball at the bottles games. That's that's all creepy and shuttered. Like, this just really feels like someplace a serial killing might be happening. Luckily. We are just serial killing some problems. So this environment's designed exactly for us. It's just no human life is lost. Well, that's one way of looking at it, I guess. Uh, yes, yes, over there. Look, it's it's lit up. Uh, we can. I, I I see him. He's got kind of like this this all old fashioned like honestly kind of racist looking kind of like a swami thing going on. But like the the paint's peeling off his face. And there's there's just there's just a button underneath that says, "Receive thy fortune," and the little slot where I, I guess a, a fortune must come out of this, right? I mean, it is a fortune-telling machine. We've been to a theme park before. We are uh, grown-ass grown-ass men. Uh, <laughs> but like, how, how do I use this? Is is there like an app for it or? No, no. You just you, you literally just press the button. I don't even think that's one even takes quarters. This is kind of weird. It's actually like I'd usually expect them to have some like, you know, corporate Ponzi scheme bullshit set up here. But uh, yeah, it looks like it's just some fortune telling machine with a button on it and no coin slot. That's weird. Uh, well, Ryan, uh, I, I cut ahead on the on the fence. So I guess it's it's your turn, right? You give this a go. All right. Yeah. Let me, uh, let's, let's see if Zarthos the Magnificent is as good as he says he is. Boop! Yeah, look at that, Ryan. Like, a little, little tiny piece of paper has come out. Ah, it can't be very much yeah. of a fortune. You, you can barely fit, like, half a sentence in Um, there. you will shed your shell. 
So I don't, I'm not going to say that's like a predicting the future thing, but what if this is like a backed up fortune, right? Like it predicted that, it printed it and everything, and then we just showed up a little late to get it. This is also probably like old, you know, it's kind of like rundown tech. So maybe it like started trying to print one out and like it, it's it's probably just, yeah, there's just a, a backup in the system. So I'll, I'll try and getting one. We'll see if it's a bit closer to... Uh, well, I mean, like, it was pretty accurate, right? Like, I did just shed my, my bathrobe to reveal my adventure outfit. So that was that was accurate. Like, I don't, I don't, it wasn't like a future fortune, but it was still a fortune in a way. Well, yeah, I mean, it was a fortune, just not at the time that you received it. True. Um, right. So let's just assume Zarthos is off his game a little bit from right. misuse because this place is clearly abandoned. Right, like, I don't think anyone's been here for, like, 15 years, at least. Yeah, yeah. clearly. Well, well I'll, I'll try it, uh, see if there's just, like, maybe he's his a bit gummed up in the works or something. We'll, we'll see what he gives me, yeah? Yeah, let's see, what, let's see how it goes. Okay, let's see here. Oh, mine's slightly longer. It says, uh... You will be very impressed by a bold new fashion choice. Also accurate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you, I mean, I really can't say this enough. You blew me away. Yeah, not even necessarily present or future. It's just like, it's like a constant thing. Like, right. Actually, it's, it's probably most defined as a present prediction, which will always be true. Because I will always be a part of your life, and I will always be impressing you with my bold new fashion choices, just so you know. So it's, it's, it's like a truism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's press this button to get a less lazy fortune. Before you press that button, should should we, like, maybe we just need to also, like, tell Zarthos a little about what we're looking for here. Because, like, it's a okay. present prediction machine. You know, a, a, a present teller. And you know what else is in the present? What? Problems truth right there that's what you just spewed at our listeners truth so basically what you're saying to me right now is this is kind of a big situation where this machine will just give us cryptic obvious messages about our lives until we demand a really specific wish from it and then it'll grant that wish and help us grow as people through the wish being granted I think that's very likely. Excellent. Um, Zarthos. I think that's almost guaranteed. Zarthos. Hey, Zarthos, honey. Uh, could you give me a problem? We, we, we're like, we're here. We're pretty high right now. And it'd be kind of important for us to get a problem from you. Because if we got a problem from you, then we could solve it. And, uh, oh, it's, it's yeah, it's going, it's, it's livening up. Livening up? No, it's it's l- livening, livening up. Yeah, that's what the the robot is doing. Oh, yep, here we go. Okay, mm. I know. I said my last one was like a little bit longer. That that is a huge fortune. That yeah. that was like fucking five yards of tiny ass you know fortune ticker tape paper. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, un- unfurl that bad boy. Yeah. Uh, you want to read that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a fully developed problem for sure. Just like, stretch, stretch we asked that for out. a problem and Zarthos delivered. Thank you, Zarthos. No problem. Whoa. Okay, we'll we'll address that later. I'm hmm. 
All right, let's let's walk a little bit away from Zarthos, and uh, if you could just tilt that problem over here, I'll I'll see if I could read it. Yeah. Um. Here you go. All right. Kansas dog with quote anti-squirrel agenda cannot run for state's governor. Officials say. Well, I was hoping for some local problems, but I mean, you know, I'll take Kansas. Kansas is sort of like the Jersey of the Midwest. Yeah. It's close enough. Yeah. I mean, if Zarthos is handing it to us, then it's probably good enough. Must be important. Uh, okay, so this is obvious discrimination off the bat, mm-hmm. right? Who are well, state officials to say that this dog cannot run for the governorship, okay? what? Just because he doesn't like squirrels? That is fucking, like clear violation of his first amendment rights yeah okay so i i will agree it is probably wrong for them to stop him from running at all right it's censorship you know it's yeah it is it is censorship it is it is absolutely censorship however clearly the left i i also strongly oppose any organization that will give funding or support to this candidate because this candidate has a toxic anti-squirrel agenda. Think about that. Like, first they come for the squirrels, but then then they're kind of gone for you. For sure. You're like, like you specifically, John. I'm not saying you as the listeners in general. I'm saying you, John, are like one step above a squirrel. I mean, I, I can't argue with that. I do love an acorn. It, yeah, exactly. If if the government takes on a hardcore anti-squirrel agenda, then mm, I don't know, buddy. Your your ticket might be up. Okay, I, I I see where you're getting at, and I understand that if this candidate's you know values were to become mainstream, my own life would be potentially on the line. Uh, what do you I mean am... mainstream? Like they're they're running for office. Their their values are already mainstream. Oh, I'm uh... sorry, like Ombre, you're fucked. Like already, there's already a hardcore anti-squirrel and anti-squirrel adjacent agenda alive and well in this country, and this candidate is just an expression of that. This is this is a symptom. This isn't the disease. Okay, I, I really... Can we drop it with the squirrel thing? Like, I know I eat all of my food with two hands held very close to my tiny chittering teeth, but, like... Dude, whenever it's winter, you crawl up into a tree, carve out a little hole, stuff a bunch of, like, fucking Costco nuts that you've bought, like, the day before <laughs> into that hole, and then crawl into that hole. And it's actually kind of remarkable because you, you like, collapse your bones to turn a a like grown man body into a thing that fits into a squirrel hovel but you do it why why do you have to tell the listeners about my cozy hole okay it's like it, it, it it's comfy it's nice it's mine it's it's higgy you know it's very in right now because he is a squirrel you're a squirrel john you're a squirrel you need to admit to the world you need to tell everybody that you're a squirrel or at least a squirrel at heart, because this Kansas dog is trying to destroy your rights. And even even if he was denied his position based on his dog status, 
you should also recognize how dangerous his position was to you as an American who is also mostly like a squirrel. Okay, Ryan. I want you to understand the difficulty of my position right now, okay? As as you as you say, as an American who is at, you know, first glance extremely similar to a squirrel. This is this yeah, impacts like, me more, like, honestly, more than most, like, okay? Like I, I think I think frankly, I think it is not your place to com- to comment on this. Like you have to listen to my experience because I'm the one who's going to be affected by this, okay? You're right. I am I'm I'm your sister. I got this weird like empathetic like loyalty thing going on and like I got to stick up for you, but I I I shouldn't be fighting your battles for you. Like I should get out of the way and let you a squirrel person represent yourself. Thank you. And here's here's the thing, okay? I I obviously I find this dog's anti-squirrel platform appalling. But tell me, when was the last time Kansas had a dog governor? Let's not do this. I'm not here. I'm not here to like demand like I'm I'm sorry, like if a toxic agenda is being carried by someone that would be representing a first or you know, like some incredible social step forward, I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. Like this is a toxic I I would rather have Rufus, the Saint Bernard in Saint Louis be governor. Because Rufus runs on a pro-union agenda and is actually, you know, willing to take a, a, a couple stances that are kind of unpopular with the dogs if it, if it means a win for the working class. And I can respect that from Rufus. I don't believe this anti-squirrel Kansas dog, this Kansas dog that is relying on xenophobia to push his agenda. Like, I don't, I don't think this is the leader that needs to represent dogs the world over. All right. Like that's, that's fair. Everyone wishes that this dog was Rufus. Okay. But Rufus, I wish I was Rufus to be completely honest. Have you seen that Beethoven? Yeah. And he gets tail. He Rufus fucks for sure. And not even in a scandal way, like in a respectful way. Rufus fucks. Also in a scandal way. I mean, there there was that whole thing last week. He lost a lot of support. Frankly, I don't think Rufus is going to make it, okay? Which is why we can't put all of our faith in Rufus. Additionally, you might not know this. Rufus is a trust fund puppy, okay? Like, he... Whoa. Yeah. Like, like he had a fucking ivory dog spoon in his dog mouth, which is a phrase trying and all the up. advantages and and here's wow. the thing okay angus p woolly the uh the dog in kansas mm-hmm. Ang- angus came from nothing angus pulled himself up by his collar okay like the only reason angus is able to run at all is because of a loophole in the kansas constitution that doesn't specifically say that he cannot run this is a full-on you know rags to riches American 
Airbud story. And can we not get behind that? Because truly, doesn't everyone love an underdog? Okay. You know, now that, now that you pointed out that uh, my... <sighs> my favorite dog was actually just a fraud this entire time. He's such a one percenter. Yeah, yeah. Framed, like you know, like just doing his faux ally bullshit, like they all do. Like I, I'm sorry, I'm just too tired. I can't deal with that anymore. But like, I'm not gonna vote for this anti squirrel agenda. But at least you've convinced me to respect. No, I'm sorry. I just, I care too much about you as my my squirrel friend. Like, I think you're just a little too squirrely to be safe if this agenda goes through. And I just, I don't like the mentality that's putting out. You know what, Ryan? It means a lot to me that you care so much about my safety. It really does. It, uh, it really does. And I, I think we should, we can just all agree that, you know, Angus P. Woolley, Angus P. Woolley should be allowed to run for governor of Kansas. Like, to not okay, allow yes, Angus yes, would I be will... a greater crime than, mm. than to allow Angus. Uh, but yes. I think we can also all agree, fuck Angus P. Woolley. Who the fuck does exactly. he think he is? Yeah, yeah. So I, I fully support bullshit terrible candidates running for office because democracy apparently needs to be okay with that. However... I will also wholeheartedly hold my God-given American right to shit on those piss-poor candidates as they run. All of them, as much as I like. And you should, too. That's actually your job. Your responsibility, if anything, is to just shit on your public officials and be as rude as possible to them. Because they need to know your displeasure with how they feel, and they need to feel as disrespected as you do with how they are towards you. Or you could just rely on the media to do it for you. I think I think that's really what we need to do. I think the real solution to this problem. <laughs> we we're gonna know. get him on on Carson. I, I, the media is, the media kind of sucks. That, I mean, like, dude, we gotta get him on Fallon. We gotta get him on Noah. I'm sorry, man. If the media was remotely good at their jobs, why would we be doing this? Well, their jobs is to report the problems, and in that way, I think they're doing very well. If you put on the news on any particular day, lots of problems. They're just not the kind of problems that we know need to be solved. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, for the listeners back home, apparently John thinks that our podcast isn't a blatant replacement for all of your late-night bullshit. Oh, it is better. We're yeah, all in yeah, agreement. Like, it is much better. Turn off the Alex Jones. Turn off the Rachel Maddow. Which you're watching simultaneously in order to get a <laughs> fair off, and balanced opinion. <laughs> turn off the John Oliver. Turn on the hypocrisy. That's why. You know what you need. That's why whenever I need uh, water of a, a nice balanced temperature, I take boiling water and ice, and I put them together, <laughs> and nothing bad happens because of this. Nothing. I just pour both of those onto my belly at once. Yeah. It's, it's so relaxing on my little squirrel belly. <laughs> when you're traveling America, ride the planes. Don't forget, don't forget, don't forget to try local strains. 
Yeah, so uh, we've we've stopped kidding ourselves about the whole uh, getting paid for ads thing, and have uh, decided to uh, dedicate some of our former ad time to uh, a little bit we are going to call local strains. And with this bit, we are going to explore some of the wonderful roadside attractions that uh, litter the entire United States in every state we're in. And uh, yeah, just check it out, share it with you, discuss uh, our thoughts on it. Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, because the, in, we're driving across this great country of ours looking for problems, right? And and that is obviously a noble goal. But but there's there's so much to America, right? There's there's so much good in addition to all of the problems. And so we wanna we wanna take time, you know, do a little little travel documentary, little travel log, uh, you know, talk about some of just the great little out of the way places, you know, the mom and pops of America that, that maybe you haven't heard of. We want to highlight what's right with this country for a change. Um, so yeah, uh, what, 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 what do we got this time, John? Well, I mean, you are obviously busy driving, so I've been leafing through the old Jersey Road Atlas. It's a little dog-eared, you know, we, we've had this one for a while. When we get out of state, we'll, we'll have to get something new. Uh, but I think I've found some keepers, to be honest. Um, so we, we only have time for one, though, so you're going to have to narrow this down for me, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you covered. Okay. So yeah, yeah let, me, let, me, let me leaf through here. And uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Here's, here's one I marked earlier. Uh, how would you like to go to the Nike Missile Explosion Memorial? Was this like... Was this like missiles exploding in the sky as intended and things went totally great? kind of memorial to like like this was a fantastic fireworks show we gotta make a statue for it well i mean no no i think this was um you you know this was like cold war and uh we had a bunch of these you know anti-missile missiles which is kind of an oxymoron but there you go and uh yeah they they kind of just like blew up a lot of a lot of people um oh that sounds like a problem yeah, but, uh, yeah, you kind of, yeah, okay, that's kind of... This This is vacation, John. Yeah, that's a little too on-brand, isn't it? Indeed. Okay. This is Local Strains, we're trying to get away from the problem game right. for a little bit, check out something something nice on the roadside. <clears throat> Hit me with another one. Okay, okay, let me just leaf through again, and uh, ah, here we go, here we go, here we go, okay. So, how about we go check out Historical Camp Merit? Okay. Ooh, I like camp. Yeah, tickling your fancy, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, what goes down at Camp Merritt? Well, okay, during World War One, it was where they stationed a bunch of the troops who were headed for France. Uh, so, you know, a little foreign vacation. Get a little that, that French seaside Ooh. air. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, they did have, I guess it is mostly known because mm, over 500 of them did die of the flu. Okay, yes, so it's a flu memorial. It's uh, uh, I mean, a lot of people died of the flu here. It's yeah, it, it, I was just glancing at the headline. I did think it was kind of more of like a like a fun history summer camp. Um Yeah, this sound this sounds like a like a den of problems to me. Uh, I think we I think we need to get out get away from that. All right, all right, right. All right. How how about this, okay? How would you like to see a concrete statue? Of a life-size Mercedes-Benz. <clears throat> nice statue. Modern art. 
Yeah, John, that's about the most boring thing I've ever heard of. Like, that alone is a lot more tragic than 500 soldiers dying of the flu before getting to go to the French countryside for what I'm sure was a pleasant, fun-in-the-sun kind of adventure. Yeah, also, reading more, this was erected as the tombstone of a dead kid. So, yeah... Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go to a dead kid tombstone park. That doesn't seem like a, like an uplifting escape from a regular problem rife lifestyle. All right. Uh, no, I I I feel it. I'm I I'm sorry. I got to apologize to the listeners at home. This is really like, I've just been heads down on problems for for a long fucking time. So yeah, it's hard to switch things up. This is really a new. Is. It's a new new frontiers for us here at Hypocrisy. We're going to stumble a little bit, but then we're going to hit the ground running. Right. In a car. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think I might have found it, though. Right. Oh? Okay. Right. I'm listening. Yes. Favorite city, though. Uh-huh. How would you like to go to Atlantic motherfucking city? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sound fun? Sound sound like a wild evening? I well, mean, like, what's in Atlantic City? Like, why would I ever want to go to fucking Atlantic City? It's Atlantic City, for Christ's sake, John. What's no. there? Yeah, well... What, what, what of, if anything, could ever drag me to Atlantic City? Wild dogs couldn't drag me to Atlantic City. And they and tried. They did. Multiple times. <laughs> we had to run them over, like, a lot. Just... Mostly because we're so sick of them inviting us to fucking Atlantic City. But no, Seriously. no, we did not know how good Atlantic City was. Because unlike all of those sad, depressing things I just mentioned, Atlantic City has a statue, nine foot tall, in bronze of Lady Liberty. Okay. Like sort of perched on top of a pile of slumped corpses in horror. Oh, wow, that is metal as shit. Let's go check that out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You haven't even heard the last of it, okay? Because here's the thing, right? Okay. Horrified, super metal, literally metal Lady Liberty. Well, they've done her up Atlantic City, right? Yeah? Because she is apparently fit as fuck. Ooh, a sexy Lady Liberty? Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, uh, I'm intrigued. Let's go check it out. Totally nude. Say no more. I'm already sold. Let's let's experience this firsthand. Here we are. Okay. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I was really excited about this, like, on the drive over. But the more I thought about it, like, how sexy can Lady Liberty get? She's quite dowdy. Yeah, and like, and I don't know. She's all about like justice and shit, and like greeting immigrants, and I don't, I, I don't know. That doesn't really give give like a like a sexual vibe. No, and, and like very into kind of like loose, formless robes. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. Like that. That's likely not exactly hiding the uh, the most impressive figure. Um, not not to shit on Lady Liberty. It's just she knows how to dress for. The body she got. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking maybe we should have done the dead kid thing. Yeah, maybe. Like, this might be a bust, but if so, we can just, like, burn this recording and start again. Holy shit. That. That that is a Lady Liberty. Wow. 
Damn. I mean, woo, mama. Okay, so for the listeners at home, she uh, has cast her robe open to reveal uh, an extremely fit nude body. And, uh, yeah, I, I heard this was, like, a war memorial. Like, she's supposed to be, like, horrified or something. But, uh, and, like, surrounded by corpses. Like, that is not the scene that we are currently experiencing right now. This is just some straight-up porn. Gotta be honest. Uh, she is screaming in ecstasy at the sky while spanking this dude that slumped over her uh, legs. Just surrounded by just, I guess fucking exhausted bodies at the orgy apparently yeah i'm pretty sure that this was like some really kinky sculptor made this and he was like oh yeah nothing says liberty like having a good old poly fuck and then like they they put it up there in in atlantic city right so like they they know what's up but then i i think someone they must have got complaints someone must have been like whoa 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 what's going on here and they were like well do you it's, hate it's the a... troops? <laughs> like I, I, I think that's that's like an excellent, excellent use of of this in order to get the public to fund um their awesome porn sculpture. Was you know basically tying it in with a uh, massive global conflict. It made it made it very difficult to uh, to question the content. Because of the message behind it. Right. Also, I mean, they are 100% aware of what they're doing. Because its names include Freedom Tearful or Liberty in Distress. Like a, like a sexy distress? Is, is, that, is that what you're yeah, implying? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Both of those kind of like give a porn vibe to me. Like porn titles. Mm. Maybe like Freedom Tearful. Well... I disturbed myself a little bit with that one. Yeah, I'm going to go wait in the car. Hey, I actually, like, speaking of disturbing, does America only need one of these? What are you getting at? Like, I don't know. I, 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 just looking at this rendition of Lady Liberty, she's empowered, she's sexy, she's just giving it to that dude that's bent over her legs. And I don't know, I'm filled with this, like, deep sense of patriotism that i never really feel when i'm looking at the uh the classic lady liberty you know the more mm. buttoned down restrained conservative lady liberty sure so you're saying that like lady liberty should be like just just showing a bit more skin basically all the time like out in front of a courthouse whoops wardrobe <laughs> malfunction ellis island hey guys <laughs> actually i i think i've gotten everything I need to get out of Sexy Lady Liberty right here in Atlantic City, New Jersey. What if we applied this treatment to uh, other kind of uh, famous statues? Go on. I'm just saying, the Lincoln Memorial, what, what if we had Sexy Lincoln? Sure. America needs Daddy Lincoln. Okay. He's he's got the beard. He's got the hat. It's a he's good still, look. He's still sitting down. You know, he's got that. He's got that pose. But maybe like you know, he's got like a good like harness on and like some chains. Maybe just like just a big fat boner, just inviting you. You know, it's just like there. He's like, I'm I'm horny for justice and freedom, and the American dream. 
is there some way that we could imply via sort of the geometry of the uh, National Mall that the, the Washington Monument is Daddy Lincoln's penis? Yeah, actually, that could be like a big statue within a statue. Come to think of it, they may have already done this. I haven't really seen a uh, above, you know, a bird's eye view of that entire area. It might be like one of those, um, uh, what do you call them? Um, it's like one of those lenticular. <laughs> no, it's um, like a magic eye. Is that what you're saying? No, no. Well, yeah. Like if you like if you, you squint stare... hard enough, and it and it turns to Abraham Lincoln's Johnson. Like if you're if you're floating above the National Mall and you just stare down at it, and you like just unfocus your eyes just enough, suddenly all the surrounding streets and parks form. Daddy Lincoln lying down with his uh, hands behind his head, just all like splayed out, with the with his big old big old Washington Monument, just uh, pointed right at you. National Treasure really has to step up its goddamn game because they are not on our level. Seriously, like there are so many coded sexual messages woven into American history and especially our monuments that I I think the American people need to be more aware of. Like, there is this this uh, hidden, naughty undercurrent in the American statue uh, industry. I have to say, though, like, using the Washington Monument, that seems a little bit ostentatious. And I know that was kind of what they were going for, but I feel like Lincoln deserves something a bit more understated. Like, you know how sometimes if you're wearing, like, loose-fitting pajama pants. They got that flap at the front and, like, accidents happen. Sometimes you look mm. down and you're just like, oh, hey, there you are. Wasn't uh, expecting that. Like a like a more vulnerable and down-to-earth wardrobe malfunction, Lincoln. Exactly. Like, he, he's sitting there sort of, like, posing for the sculptor and he just never realizes that there's just a little bit of little bit of head just peeking out there. Or it's kind of like a... It's a he, he, he noticed it's out. So it's just an inch or two. But... God damn it, he's an American citizen. He has his rights. He has his rights. And damn if anyone's going to tell him he can't just let it all hang out in his own home. And I think that's a role model that we can all aspire to be. He's like, hey, yep, sculptor, that is my dick. I got it. Gonna flaunt it. I'm going back to the car. For real this time. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I think I think we've highlighted the, uh, the importance that this statue brings to us. Uh, the fabric of American society. Whew, that was, uh, whew, that got a little intense there. Uh, Ryan, I, I want to apologize to you. I know we sometimes have our political differences, but uh, you, you, you know I love you and I respect you. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. so that's like an important thing about, you know, like the dialogue, especially if you care about the people in your community around you, is be willing to acknowledge your differences and have these conversations that may be difficult because they can be healthy and we can come to a similar ground even if i still think that john is a vapid idiot for uh selling out squirrel kind along with him just because he might get more belly scratches as a result hey no one can argue with more belly scratches you know what else no one can argue with though is uh fucking Zarthos. Zarthos seems to be on his game. That was a very solid present telling with that problem. 
Um, do you want to actually see if we can get a couple more fortunes for us? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Like, we're here. We may as Boop. well, right? Okay. Uh, this one says... You will learn to appreciate your terrible carbs. But what the fuck, Zarthos? Wow, that's rough. Here, let I, me let me see. I Boop. feel great about my carbs. Oh, here we go. Um, all right. So mine is, uh, you will grow to be a better person. Aww. Despite your tragically droopy calves. Whoa, Zarthos. I mean, like, I've been, I've been doing stairs. Like John, look look at my calves. Like, are these are these bad calves? No, those are great are calves. These... I'm, I'm a little worried actually. Are, they might have both been intended for me. Are, like, are, I mean, he, these... he talked shit about my calves. Are these so maybe... tragically droopy? Would you describe these as tragically droopy? Are these tragically no, droopy? No, those are great. Yours are, yours are so sexy. Droopy? But Ryan, 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 let's think about me for one fucking moment. Okay. Do you think I have droopy calves? Because he said mm, that I had terrible calves at first. Those, I'm I'm not. Oh no. Okay, no. I'm not sure if I'd describe them as droopy, but they're definitely Ryan. tragic. I'm sorry, man. Sibo, please. I can't. I can't lie to you. No. John Braun. I fe I felt so good about my calves, and then mm, really, you put yourself you put your self esteem in your calves. Of all the places, well, I th I thought I had banging calves. Ooh, that is. To be to be completely honest, that you picked the one thing that wasn't banging about you, and you decided to build your identity around it, and you should probably not do that. I use these legs to climb trees like okay, all okay, the time. Okay, maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe I'm just being harsh. Here, you just grab one more one more fortune from Zorthos. Yeah. All right. All right, Zorthos. Come on, make this up to me, man. Beep. All right. Oh, well, it's a long one again. Uh. You will decide you're better off without exercise, even though you're come off. Oh, yeah, I get it, Zarthos. Big man on campus, aren't you? Fuck you. Give us another problem. Okay, here, right? here. Let me press the button this time, and I think maybe Zarthos will lay off the calves thing because my calves Jesus. are incredible. Um, all right. They're so good. Hmm. All right. Okay. Hmm. So the headline that Sarthos just gave me uh, was not one I expected. Um, what is it? Come on, come on, share, share, share. Disney's Frozen musical opens on Broadway. Colon. Nice. Enters quotations. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Like Ooh. everything seems reasonable. Everything's normal. More nudity than expected in quotations. I am at home for this Disney's shit. Frozen musical opens on Broadway. Oh. More nudity than expected. Is how the, I, mean, uh, I guess, the um, the the critiques uh, responded their uh, je ne sais quoi. Whatever the fuck that word means. Did I say, even say a word? It, it sounded like baby talk. I was a little confused. <laughs> I have two questions yes. off of the bat here. Nudity. How much was there? How much did you expect? And how much was there? 
Because I don't know how to feel about that until I have the answers to both of those questions. Because really, this, this is a problem of scale, right? How I feel if there was very little nudity, but you expected no nudity at all, is very different than how I feel if you expected a lot of nudity, and there was a colossal amount of nudity, just like full frontal, all the time, performers coming into the crowds, just like really getting it into your face, like the full 4DX experience. That's right, I'm talking sounds, smells, and vibrations. So, unfortunately, this looks like a family-friendly show, and the aforementioned nudity... So you're saying it's 3DX at best? Mm. I'm like, I'm, I'm still like rolling around this article trying to find anything about the play that involved nudity and it turns out it was them complaining about the fan base being in costume at the show interesting so this wasn't like that there was the a nudity new... wasn't on stage now that i've fully read through the article this is an old person complaining about cosplayers and now we have finally stumbled upon the systematic problem that lies beneath this story. And that is that old people suck. And cosplayers are awesome. Quick aside, we haven't received much cosplay of this podcast yet, which is kind of upsetting. But Yeah, uh, I, I wore a bathrobe for an entire season, and I did not see so a single picture of anyone wearing a bathrobe. Like, at least... Like try, like we we let you know to like spread our word on social media in that in like our fourth episode I think, and uh, no one did like literally nobody did. Uh, so that was a little disappointing. But like honestly, now that the, now that we've gotten here and we've given you so many different, just like great opportunities, you could cosplay as the dogs. You could be Bert the Bong. Oh man, I would love to see some choice. Oh man, like some sex. Like that's so the unnerving. that's the next sexy Halloween costume is sexy Bert the Bond. Um, oh, uh, yeah. you could be the devil if you're you know feeling saucy. Yeah, you've let us down on all of them, in my opinion. But about Frozen, right? Yeah, so this is th- th- there was a costume that they found like it showed an inappropriate amount of skin. And so that that leaves me with a whole new set of no, questions. No, okay, so the thing is they went to see Frozen on Broadway or whatever, and their complaint was too many of the audience members were hot. That was the complaint. This is the fucking puritanical bullshit that sexy people have to put up with on a daily basis, which, in case you were wondering, is a seriously discriminating against class sexy people as a sexy person myself i hate that every time i go out i just have to give it up you know like because i gotta i gotta flaunt it and it's exhausting and the fact that these these people are even just hating the fact that someone as hot as me might be at a show with them why don't they keep their eyes on the stage and off my hot bod Here's an idea. Now, if you are a, you know, tragically attractive person and you do want to go out to a public event, such as a Broadway musical, 
where it seems likely uh, that you might be surrounded by terrible journalists from the guardian well and (laughs) terrible old people yeah yeah who are journalists for the guardian i'm sorry i'm I'm very i'm very mad at this specific journalist (laughs) for being upset about people people being a little too naked at the uh frozen musical you seem to be (laughs) conflating journalists and the people they write about again i I do keep having to tell you that news is not an autobiography oh you're right yeah they're they actually yeah, this was a express, different person. They express deep contempt for the people that are talking in this article through their writing. I apologize to The Guardian and their journalists. They deserve better. They do. I was on the warpath, uh, and they just fell in my way. Unlike these old people uh, who remain in our way. Uh, because if, yeah, if, they, if you and are... they deserve to be in our way. Right. Well, because we're going to steamroll them. Choo-choo. Some that's what they fish called coming. Wanda shit right here. Deep cut. If you are an exceptionally, exceptionally, upsettingly sexy person and you need to venture out into a crowded area, uh, consider a full body covering outfit, uh, especially one that uh, can c- sort of confound your silhouette, make it hard to make out any particularly... Uh, alluring curves you may have you know those, on your person. You know those inflatable dinosaur costumes? Very good if you're a sexy person. If you can slap one of those on and then go into public that way, no one will ever be too distracted by you. Right. But the problem with the, the, the inflatable dinosaur is that although it is a very flexible outfit, you know, it works in summer, it works in winter, you know, it, it, I'd say it goes up to about a business casual uh, it does look strange in some in some scenarios, and one of those, unfortunately, is the Broadway production of the hit Disney franchise Frozen. Uh, so in that case, I'm going to say the dinosaur maybe not actually going to cut it. Uh, It'll cut in ninety percent of scenarios, though. Exactly. Be performing right. in the Broadway hit Frozen is only ten percent of scenarios. Right. Exactly. Uh, but if you happen to be going specifically to Frozen. And you don't want to have to deal with any terrible old people who are just so upset at your kicking bod. Uh, consider a full body costume of the popular snowman character Olaf. Uh, ideally with eyes that are sort of like big, shiny, maybe like five inches across spheres uh, with, with no life that just kind of like really distress people yeah. that, that'll get them out of your way like and if you really want to make sure that uh no prudish olds try and like cramp your style just just put a like so a giant floppy anatomical snow dick right on the front and that that will keep them right away because they hate that shit they they hate snow dicks snow dicks is possibly <sighs> the most offensive thing to scrumpty old people um and i'm i'm i must honestly say that uh if they made a drug that was anti-viagra it would be called olaf because nothing is less sexy than that goddamn snowman um so yeah rock that rock that to the end of your days he's got that nose Mm. also josh gad book of mormon some people are worth melting for dude not when they're wearing the olaf costume not when they're wearing the (laughs) olaf costume All right, I'm. I want to give Zathos another go. To be honest, I think we've come to terms. 
Zothos knows more about me. Mm-hmm. I know more about Zothos. Okay. Uh, I think we found a begrudging respect for each other. All right. And I think if Zothos knows what's good for him, he is going to play along a little bit more, right? Right, right. Put on a little, little smile. Mm-hmm. Be a little nicer. People will like you more if you're nicer, Zarthos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm watching you, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. All right, pressing the button. Beep. All right, let's see here. <clears throat> Zarthos says... You will become financially destitute. Oh, that's grim. Let me right, let well. me see if I can get a better one. Yeah, this is not personal. You will bear the brands of your past sins. Hmm, that was uh, that's a little grim. Not sure what that yeah, means. It's poetic though. Yeah, I guess. It's like a real turn of phrase on that. Huh. Weird. Okay. Right. I'm gonna try one more. You will be the prisoner of one most malicious. All right. Wait, that's just vague. Yeah, that's just vague. I mean, va- is it a let metaphor? Me, let me see if I can get a better one. I mean, it just can't be talked about one of us, right? Uh, you will set much ablaze. Well, I wouldn't want to make Zarthos a liar, so... I mean, I guess we must set much ablaze. Hey... Well, I guess press one more and see if we can get anything useful out of this robot. Yeah, oh, we should hurry, actually. The sun's starting to come up, and uh, whew, it's, it's kind of... I want to get caught here by the cops, you know. Yeah, man. yeah, it's this abandoned. is an abandoned theme park, yeah. after all. Let's, uh, let's not get arrested, like, you know, before we've even made it across the state Yeah, line. we don't want to become hypocrisy behind bars. We are smoking a lot of weed in a state where I'm pretty sure it's illegal. Pretty sure it's illegal in, like, all states, man. Uh, fuck the feds. Yeah, fuck the feds. Anyway, Zarthos, hit us. Oh, f- oh, shit. Oh, shit, sis. What? Oh, fuck. Well, you know how we said we didn't want to, like, get into another b- bitter intrafamilial political debate today? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Well, this problem. Yeah. Uh, oh, just, it's plastic just, surgery, it. isn't just... it? Because we got pretty divergent opinions on plastic surgery. Well, it might be. I'm not saying it's not. It's, it's not what you're thinking, mm-hmm. okay? But the problem is, okay. Zartho says that a dozen camels have been disqualified from a beauty pageant mm-hmm. uh, due to receiving Botox injections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Botox. Yeah, I see. I mean, that doesn't even count as plastic surgery. It's really not. It's uh, it's just chemical. It's cheating. No, you it's know? not your. It's not your natural body. You shouldn't. Mm, I don't know. It's a beauty contest. Like it. It's like taking steroids to me. It, to me, at least. Like, if you're competing with your natural beauty, especially as a camel, like such a naturally beautiful animal, like. Yeah. Why why like, are you getting Botox? Why are you ruining that wrinkly ass forehead? Like that's that's character right there. That's like the George Clooney effect. You know, they like they got that like aged beauty. 
Yeah, I mean, everyone knows what they say, right? The, the wrinkles do make the camel. Uh, but at the same time, like, they, what the fuck? These camels aren't just, like, sides of meat, right? These camels, they're, like, you know, they're, they're agents. They, they, have, they have fucking agency. They can do what they want, you know, to achieve their dreams. And if they want to win a beauty pageant, who are you, who are you to tell them what to do with their bodies, okay? Like, what separates us you're, from you're fine the with, apes? You're fine with Lance, Lance fucking Armstrong shooting up steroids for the Tour de France. Too right, you 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 want to die on that hill too? Absolutely, well, that's, right. that's what okay. I'm trying to say. What separates okay. us from like the baser creatures? It's that we have learned how to use tools, okay? And one of those tools is to, you know, alter our natural physiology via the injection of potentially lethal chemicals. Okay, that's a thing. It's 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 like a genetic imperative, right? We have to create. We have to learn. We have to dope up. I, I have to dope up. I so. You know, wow, you know, right now you're actually like making a really strong point. We we try we try and like. I don't know why you sound so surprised. I, I know I don't know why I'm surprised that you're making such a good point right now, but like. I'm trying to stand on this fucking ivory tower and shit on all these people for using chemical means to win competitions. Yet, our entire show is based on us using chemical means to outpace our lame-ass government. Um, Holy shit, yeah. I, I, you don't have a leg to stand on, you I, fucking hypocrite. I am the camel that is injecting Botox. I am Lance Armstrong. I, I, I get creative and I solve problems and... I guess... Uh, yeah, these camels are basically just getting creative with their faces. Exactly. I don't... I mean, the wrinkles are traditionally beautiful... But like, what the fuck? Why are we why are we beholden to traditional standards of beauty? Yeah, exactly. These camels should be allowed to express themselves to 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 show that there there are other forms, you know, shapes, sizes, styles, presentations, orientations of camel that that we can love. You've really just opened just as much. You've really opened my eyes to a whole new way of being a camel. To be completely honest, and. Uh... Now, now that I really think about it, I wholeheartedly support people abusing steroids in order to win sporting competition. Honestly, if if someone wants to hook themselves up to a a like fucking robotic exoskeleton that helps them win wrestling matches by crushing their opponent's spines, who am I to stop them? Like, we should be allowed to modify our bodies in whatever whatever ways we can in order to to win right exactly like have you ever seen the olympics they were like it's so important to us that no one does absolutely anything fucking interesting it's so boring can you imagine if you're like looking at the hundred meter dash and like one dude's got a jetpack another has just like these fucking gazelle legs grafted onto his body another one is actually like two guys joined at the neck like it would be like fucking battle bots, but but with people. I cannot wait for us to both completely drop 
our collective societal discomfort with destroying human bodies for our entertainment at the same time that we figure out how to graft wings onto people because holy shit are we going to get some badass sports out of winged people be so good dude joust in real life i'm I'm still on battle bots though seriously i i just want to see like i want to see a fucking water polo player with like that big just like spins like over and over again like yeah like wildly um imagine yeah Yeah, try and get the water polo ball from me like you could you could do space jam but for real i fucking dare like imagine a basketball game where there's a player that has like eight arms but there's also a player whose arms can stretch like Michael Jordan's did sure. in that one movie, Space Jam. And there's also a player who's Bugs Bunny. Like, they've been genetically modified to be Someone Bugs Bunny. Someone just made Bugs Bunny out of another human with complete disregard for that human's life outside of being an entertaining thing in the Space Jam League. Well, let, let's be honest. It would have taken them at least, like four or five humans to make one whole Bugs Bunny. So, like, it is a hideous chimera in constant suffering. It does but... have the merged consciousness of all five people, too, which is probably the most fucked up part. Every single one of them is screaming for control, despite all having just a little bit of control all at once. And pain is also an additive sensation. So, like, sort of layering all of those consciousnesses over each other does mean that they're in constant intense searing blinding pain across their entire but hey it looks system. like bugs bunny hey what's up Doc? So, yeah eh? long long story short we should Fights not carrot. just continue to dope and abuse chemicals in order to be better at things we should also start genetically modifying humans to be more entertaining at doing things that we like to watch, despite the consequences for those individual humans, because it is worthwhile for the rest of humanity, much like it is worthwhile for us to smoke a bunch of weed, despite the consequences it'll have for us long-term, which we are not denying that weed's probably not great for you. Um, But, uh, yeah, like we do that to ourselves for your sake. Much like all athletes should also abuse drugs that destroy their bodies long-term to be super entertaining short-term. I mean, I think I agree. I think we all agree. Uh, I think we can also agree that the only thing that would make the introduction of Lola Bunny to the uh, beloved Looney Tunes franchise more unappealing is if every time she and Bugs were on screen together, they were just shrieking in constant existential Luckily, angst. we're never going to film uh, them when they're not performing. And all the consciousnesses, they work together when they perform because they know they'll be put down if they're not entertaining enough. So uh, don't worry, you'll never see Bugs screaming. Right, yeah. No, that'll it'll be fine. It'll be so much fun. Uh, all right, well, I think yep. we solved that fucking <laughs> Put a lid on that lid on and that. never open it up ever again. <laughs> Let those camels play. All right. Well, the sun is really, really peeking over there. I can, I can see it sparkling over the Atlantic. It's really actually quite pretty from uh, this run-down abandoned old amusement park. Uh, before we leave Jerseyland, do you want to, do you want to get like a couple more predictions just right, for yeah, the road? Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's just like hit this, this button one more time and see if we can get some more problems. Maybe one for the road. We can use it in future episodes. 
Here, let me let me. Yeah, that, what? that's weird. A paper didn't come out of it. It's. Hmm. I'll I'll see if it's stuck. When death comes for you, it will be more painful than anything you've ever experienced. Huh. Um, John, you want to hit that one more time? Uh, not really. It's it's never yeah, spoken just, before. Just hit it one more time. Like I don't know. I I kind of want to see what it says next. I don't think it's gonna be yeah, good. We'll find out. Has it always been looking us right in the eye? No, it's also pointing at us. It didn't do that before. Well, yeah. No. Uh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll. It's fair, it's fair. I'll give it a go. Beep. Okay, okay, sorry, I just, I need one more to confirm it. Yeah, Zarthos is lame as fuck. Both those predictions were really obvious things that we knew were absolutely true from the moment we've known each other when we were born. Um, like, seriously? Like, obviously I exist for that shit. That's true, that is very on brand for us. Uh, Zarthos is now rising from his seated position. Uh, the dust of like accumulated decades of just sitting in this gross ass abandoned, it's all yeah, just yeah, sloughing off. Bad. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Uh, Ryan, what? why is he all red and shiny underneath? I don't think that's paint, Ryan. So I brought a lot of dynamite. So I'm gonna just tuck this in here and here and just light this shit with this joint. Ryan, it's leap it's reaching out for your head, Ryan. One sec. Come back, come back to the there fence, Ryan. There we go. Yeah, don't worry, Zarthos. Don't don't grab my hair. I worked I worked on this. Okay. Yeah. So Zarthos is gonna blow pretty soon, along with the rest of this theme park. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm already in the car. Where the fuck are you? All right, I'm on the way. Yeah. So, that was episode one of Hypocrisy on the Road. We visited New Jersey, may have destroyed a defunct theme park. Yeah, it's. It, I really thought you were just going to blow up Zarthos, but the, kind of the whole thing is, is very, very on like, fire right now. I believe right anything that that horrible machine was involved with probably needed to burn anyway. And it, it was abandoned. Like, no one cared yeah. about that theme park at all so like why who cares that i blew up the entire thing like i kind of felt like just blowing up a lot of shit right now that's true yeah but our ability to blow shit up has been extremely limited recently so uh, now is as good an opportunity as any it's true well I i'm just so excited that uh, we're on the road again uh, i'm driving this time of course uh, had to make a sweet peel out getaway uh because zarthos had actually begun just running uh, after Ryan on his yeah, until the dynamite went off, him and his entire person was just vaporized. I I did tuck a lot of dynamite into his person before I bailed. Uh, it was very impressive. Ryan, do you still have dynamite in the car? I'm not gonna answer that definitively. I don't want you to know whether or not I have dynamite. I'm sorry, I don't trust you that much. Like just in case, just in case I need to have the dynamite drop on you. I don't want you to be certain whether or not I have dynamite, and I hope you can understand that, John. So our contact info, uh, you can find us at Hypocrisy.
we also have hypocrisy uh dot zone is our website where you can find all of our website or not all of our website well you can find all of our website but you can find all of our episodes yep it is the sum total of our website it's all there hypocrisy.zone all the episodes all the credits all of the uh uh, that's it's really just that i guess there's a link to our twitter at hypocrisy but you could also just go to twitter that would be a very weird way to get our twitter because I just told you it's at hypocrisy. Uh, but Twitter is a great way th- for you to send us stuff. You can like send us uh, sweet places we should visit. I mean, we're out and about. Maybe maybe you've got like a favorite ice cream place or like uh, a cute local hipster pet shop or something. Like we're into that shit. Send us those wrecks. Uh, make make our fan art. Yeah, we're really into fan art. God dresses me, dresses me, dresses me. I'm into it. I need it. Please. We, we we fully acknowledge that we do not have the clout or the listenership to justify fan art. We just kind of want it. But also, it'd be, it'd be really cool if people, you know, yeah. subscribe to our show. Feed me, Seymour. Shared it with people. Like, if you know people that like our fucked up brand of humor, show this to them so they can also share in this horrible thing that you love. Isn't that really what life Speaking is about? Speaking of horrible things that we love... Well, not horrible, but incredible things that we love. Our theme song is done by Seth Boyer, and you can find him at hypocrisy.zone slash Seth. Um, We're Seth Boyer at Bandcamp. All right, Ryan, where are we off to next? You know, I don't really give a fuck. Let's just hit the road. Anywhere but Jersey, because we will get arrested if we stay in this state. That's what I like to hear, right, guy? Anywhere but Jersey. Attraction Jerseyland burned to the ground last night in what authorities are calling the worst case of arson they have ever seen. The venerable institution was due to reopen to celebrate its 100th anniversary today, following extensive renovations to restore many of its rides and buildings to their historic original wooden exteriors. Caretaker Michael Rafferty, who had worked at Jerseyland since he was a boy and paid for the majority of the renovations out of his own paycheck, sadly perished in the blaze while trying to rescue an 18-foot statue of local legend Jersey Jim from the roof of the extremely flammable teddy bear stuffing station. He will be remembered by all, but especially by the 20 orphans staying at the park as part of a charity sleepaway camp. Thanks to Mr. Rafferty, these orphans were spared their lives, but were not spared the sight of Mr. Rafferty's charred and blackened flesh sloughing off his body as he led them to safety in the last moments of his life. Police are refusing to provide details on the active investigation, but confirmed via a spokesperson that the suspects are still at large.